Hello, I'm Kristen Perisonotto. And I'm Hannah Ferguson, and we're co-founders of Cheek Media Co. This is the Weekly Cheek Podcast. Welcome back to the Weekly Cheek Podcast. <laughs> I think Welcome we're... back. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> it's a podcast. It is. In case you didn't but know. But it's so, so much more. It's so much more than just a podcast. <laughs> so we have changed up the structure a little bit of the podcast. And by that we mean we've decided to. We've just been sitting around thinking about it and now we've decided to just do it. Do it. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to, as you will see, the title of this episode is a question. A question. And then the podcast will be answering this question. So the, the, the title and the question is, was I in a cult? And that is about me. I'm the I. So obviously, just as a disclaimer, I am only going to be talking about my own experience. I'm not talking about all religion, blah, blah, blah. This is just my own personal experience with a religion. I would even actually say a specific church. Um, and it also did kind of cross over into my specific school. So I'm not talking about religion in general. Okay. So. So. It all started when I was born, 1993. <laughs> no. Um, so my, I was not raised religious. Um, my dad is, I think, spiritual rather than religious. Mm -hmm. My mum is an atheist. And my mum was very keen to raise um, raise me without any religious affiliations or influences. I wasn't baptized. You were baptized, weren't you? Catholic? Yeah. I was not baptized. I went to a state school, but when I went to high school, I was enrolled in a private school, which was had very strong Christian affiliations. And the reason for that was actually not the religion. My mum wanted to send me to a smaller school mm. and yeah, various reasons that I won't get, get into, but basically the reason is not because of the religion that yeah. I went there. Anyway, they were very religious. I was actually a bit shocked. It took me like a few weeks slash months to like get my head around what it was because on my very, in, in my first week of grade eight, because back then grade eight was the first year of high school. One of my teachers told me that Catholics are going to hell because they're not real Christians. Why? I, I actually don't know because Catholicism was the original Christianity. Pro Protestants were like people who left the Catholic church. So mm. it didn't make any sense to me, but it was also really weird that she said that because she knew that my family was Catholic. Um, well, that's just on purpose, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Too weird. Oh, sorry. Do you mean she's an asshole? <laughs> I actually really liked her. In the end, she was one of my favorite teachers, but I was just like, wow, okay. Noted. Yeah, it was just like a very weird school experience because I'd come from a state school. Ah, uh, yes. And so I was just like, wow, that's um, mm, interesting. It is notable, yeah. To say. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's kind of like, that really set off my, my school experience. Um, and I would say for the first, or year eight, nine, probably even year 10, I was kind of, I, I wasn't, I wouldn't identify as religious. Mm. I was kind of like going along for the ride. Like there was a lot of talk about God, not just in religion. Like it kind of came into every class. I don't specifically remember. I can't say for sure, but I have a feeling that at some, at the beginning of some classes we would pray. Mm. Um, we used to have like a chapel once a week, which was like one um, lesson block. So 40 minutes of basically church um, on a Wednesday morning. 
it was very religious and even like there were parts in science and I actually don't remember this exactly happening but I remember one of my friends from the class who was there telling me about it but there was we were shown a video in science about like how the world came to be and there was some talk about like how many years ago it was because um Christians believe that the earth is much younger than what scientists say and so the, the scientist who was narrating said you know x billion years ago and our teacher paused it and said now everyone we know that it wasn't x billion years ago because the bible said that it was this long ago play the video we literally skipped over the evolution section of the textbook like we just pretended it wasn't there just turned the pages moved on I actually think that is because of the private school they didn't have to follow the curriculum curriculum yeah. exactly but I believe that like evolution's in the curriculum but we didn't have to follow it anyway then in year uh, I think 11 I got looking back I just feel like it just wore me down mm. because I was around it almost every day for like so much of it it just kind of like got to me I think yeah um and I don't really I can't really remember and obviously when you think back I wasn't like in the frame of mind that I'm in now um but I started dating someone whose family was very religious and so was he and so I started going to church with him and getting like very involved in this one church and it wasn't I don't know nothing really happened till after school like probably for the last 18 months of school I was going to church every Sunday mm. but then when I left school and I took two years off before I um, started uni and moved to like away from my my hometown I was just working and going to church every single Sunday and getting involved and I wasn't with um, I wasn't with the guy anymore it was I was going on my own and by yourself yeah what did your mum think she didn't say anything at the time um but like now when we talk about it she was like <laughs> it's just so weird because i can't picture you doing those things yeah because it wasn't that long ago no it wasn't well it was like a decade ago so you would go alone yep every sunday yes and was it like a friend group there like yeah yeah but i built them from going to church with the guy uh sometimes i think were they from school all of them yeah but they pretty much all went to the same school yeah so our church was like connected to the school that i went to mm -hmm. so i knew a lot of the people from school um some of them went to other schools but i knew them mm. um so yeah it was just kind of all interlinked and because most of my friends moved away that i didn't have my usual i didn't have like my you know, old friends because they all moved. Like literally all of them, all of my friends who were not in, who didn't go to school with me that I knew from other ways mm. left. What if you hadn't gone to church on Sunday? Like in terms of the port, like the population of your school, mm -hmm. how many students wouldn't go to church on Sunday? Um, As a percentage. Not very many. Like 5% wouldn't go. Uh, probably more like 15 out of my class i think there were only there was only two other people who didn't come from religious families okay how how what's the population of the of the town you're from uh, about 20,000 at the time yeah and for clarity it's actually probably around the same distance as my hometown is from the capital city yeah so like we're talking like comparative sizing i mean mine's a bit bigger than that but mm. it's interesting because it's like i feel like the 
perception of religion in these two places where mm-hmm. there's like a sort of similar population size, a similar distance to a major city. Yeah. But it's, it is a cult. <laughs> well, so this is like where it gets a bit. So when I left, actually, no, I'll talk about, there are a few time, there are a few instances, things that happened, um, that makes me think, feel like it was a cult. The first and most prominent one is that I have always been like an independent person. I've always been a critical thinker. Um, I've never really been someone who's kind of gotten swept away, like Mm. with, like, I never kind of, you know, a lot of people have the tendency as, as kids to like fall in with the wrong crowd. Like that was never me. Like if I like was in with the wrong crowd, like I made a decision to be there, for example, not that I was, it was, it was like, unlike me Mm. to, to be like involved with this and not, not necessarily unlike me to be religious, but unlike me to kind of act, um, I don't know, like very submissively, I guess. And like, kind of just like went along with the flow Mm. when, so my, my plan all the time was to, I finished school in year 12. I had two years before I was going to uni. So I had two years of working basically full time. I was working in retail. And for those two years was when I was going to church every single Sunday. And my plan the entire time, I was like, in two years, I'm going to uni. I literally had my date set. Like my QTAC was in, I, um, you know, had a place at uni. Everything was set. Um, because I couldn't, uh, apply for youth allowance otherwise. Yeah. So I couldn't, I couldn't qualify for youth allowance. Um, but if I spent the two years, I would be classified as an independent. Yep. Yep. Um, but also I actually wasn't ready to go to uni. Like I was like, so done with school by the end. So I, it was definitely a good thing for me. And I like went on a couple of trips cause I was like earning money, mm-hmm. minimum wage, $8.30 an hour. Um, anyway, so during that time I was always looking towards like when I was moving and I was going to see my friends almost every week of like that whole two years and like they would come and they would come to visit me and I was like still very connected with that group even though I wasn't close to them um, physically and one time so that was always what I was like aiming towards and I like knew which course I was doing I kind of had some vague career plans which didn't end up panning out the point is I had them and the pastor at the church I was involved with put me in charge of like, I guess it was like Sunday school, like where the kids went during the service. Yeah. And so I was running that. I was absolutely not qualified to do so. I'm pretty sure I had a, like a blue card, but that's it. And I was like teaching them like Bible stories, leading prayers and doing games. Really? Yeah. I didn't, I actually did not express any interest in doing this. I was kind of just asked and I was just like, okay, may as well. Cause I was already going to like be at church. So I was like, well, it's not really any difference. Um, I was also going to youth group like this whole time. Um, and did you feel it was a compliment that you were like asked to do that? Or did you find it like a burden at the time? No, I I found it a compliment, but interesting. You asked that question. Um, so one day, when I was getting towards moving, I think I was like about six months out from moving and starting uni. I was like sat down by the, by the pastor and he said, oh, Kristen, like I've got this proposition for you. We want to get a new youth pastor. We want to train up a new youth pastor to work at the church. And um, I think you should do it. And I was like, oh, okay. Because um, basically like a youth pastor is like an employee of the church. Mm. And I don't think we had one at the time and I was 19 
Yes, I was 19. And I was like, well, I was like, oh, what do you mean? Like, I'm going to, I'm moving in like six months. And he was like, well, basically said like, I feel like God's calling you to do this. Oh and my it, God. Yeah. And instead of moving. To going to university and doing these things, you should stay here. Yeah. In a town of 20,000 people and do something that you've never expressed any interest in. That's fucked up. Also, whenever you say pastor, I'm thinking of noodles. <laughs> <laughs> keep going and i was like oh like and i did not take that as compliment i was like what like that's my that's Mm. not my plan like everybody know everyone who knows me knows my plan i was like i would talk about it all the time but honestly thank god that you didn't take it that way because a lot of people would have been like oh my god god's calling me well interesting you should say so i told my (laughs) mom that he said this and she was like oh that's not She's like, she, she's like, knows. the alarm bells are going off really loud and clear yes. at this point for your mom. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure I've never asked her about it. But I'm sure she was like, thank God. I didn't think it was a good idea. Mm. And I actually said to her, do you think it's wrong of me to like feel annoyed by this when he knows that it's a plan? Like, do you think I should just like take it as a compliment and then just like move on with my life and be like, no, thank you. Thanks so much for the offer. But I have a plan. She's like, no, I would be annoyed as well. And then I spoke to some of my friends who were like friends from church and they were like, oh my God, Kristen, that's such a compliment. Like, oh, you know, are you sure you don't want to do it? Like I, if, if he asked me, I would have been so flattered. And I was like, well, why don't you do it then? Yeah. Well, they weren't asked. <laughs> exactly. That's what they said. They were like, I wasn't asked. It, did it just feel to you at the time almost like it was a ploy? Mm, no, no. It didn't feel that like m- malicious. To me yeah but i was kind of, i just felt like it was weird because i was like have you not listened to anything i've ever said yeah but hang on isn't there also an element here where i'm not trying to interject on the story this might be coming up but you thought you were going to be married very young yeah yeah i thought that at school okay so yeah. this would like ended when you decided to go to uni yeah yeah. i was wondering the relationship between thinking you're getting married and going to brisbane for uni no i kind of like i had moved on from that okay i was never not going to go to uni though Like I was always going to go to uni. I was always going to move. Like when I moved to Brisbane, um, I started thinking like, I thought that I would find a church in Brisbane, but I just never did. When you were going to church every week and doing this sort of Sunday school stuff, like, or, or when you were in class and they were skipping over the evolution chapter, like, what did you think when they paused the DVD and said, well, we know the earth was made much sooner. Like, what was your, like, were you like, duh? Or were you like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I was kind of like, nah, that's weird. Because all of oh. my, like, um, oh, no, I had friends at school, but, like, I had friends that I had made prior to school because I was involved in scouts and mm. I had lots of friends through scouts. And then I also had friends that I made in primary school and we stayed friends, um, that like, my close, close friends. And so I always was, like, I knew what they were being taught at the state school, at the state high school. So I was always kind of like, oh, this is, like, a weird thing that my school does. Like, I didn't th- really think, I didn't really have too much weight to me. I was just like, oh, t- yeah, well, that makes sense. Now, when you say your dad is spiritual, but not like religious, mm-hmm. eh, what, like, I understand the reasons for them sending you to this particular school are because it was like the, it was a better school. Mm-hmm. Um, but like in terms of academia, is, or like the group of people. Yeah. Yeah. So she was trying to, they were trying to put you in a situation where you weren't like with a certain group from primary school and that's that's the essential reason yes yeah yeah with your dad being spiritual like when you'd come home from church like what was his view on it he didn't really say anything neither of my friends really said anything 
It's really it interesting. Was, it was all, it was treated more like I just had like a place that I went every it Sunday morning. It was a morning. hobby. Yeah. Hmm. Rather than I was like at church. I guess that it kind of makes sense because, I mean, think about it. It's like Saturday sport. All yeah. your friends are doing it. Everyone at school's doing it. You yeah. just go and do it. Like, I mean, it's not like Saturday sport. Yeah. But in terms of like, oh, I just do this thing every Sunday for, because it's school. Like a lot mm. of kids that go to private schools have full day Saturday sport every fucking week. And it's like something you have to go to. Yeah, exactly. So I guess it's not, not, yeah, not saying that leisurely and activities and exercise <laughs> are religious. Yeah. But I, I get the premise that it's not like a... I can't believe you play netball. It's just like, I can't believe yeah. you go to church when all your friends are doing it. Every teacher does it. It's just like the exactly. done thing. Yeah. It's weirder to not, and you don't want to ostracize your child. Yes, exactly. And I had spent five years at that school where pretty much everyone spent Sunday morning at church. Mm. And then the two years after school, pretty much everyone spent Sunday morning at church, including me at that time. So another thing that happened was I, um, went to oh i so i bought tickets with my friend to go to, to see lady gaga mm -hmm. and it was like one of her first i think it was the first tour the first time i saw her live and i like i don't know it was like posted on facebook or something because we had to like queue up or like online oh. on ticket tech for the tickets and then we got the good ones and blah 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 so it was like a, this is back when you like wrote everything that you ever thought on facebook yes so we're like talking publicly on facebook and then the pastor like comes into my dms and was like, do you really think that... And I literally have the receipts for this. Like, I saw them not that this long ago. This is a ago. fascinating story. I don't even know what's been said yet, but I can't wait for this. Which tour was it for Gaga? Um, born This Way? Yes, it was yeah. Born This Way. Yeah. Um, and he was like, do you really think that Lady Gaga is like... Oh, God, the role model. Yeah. 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 I knew this because I was like, this is an interesting fact to come in. Lady yes. Gaga changes your world. Yeah. 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 I was already like a Gaga stand for like two years previous. Yes. Um, anyway, so, and he was like, do you really think this is like the best... Like image to be... Yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I was like... So your direct what? message. So not in the comments, like a direct, direct message. message. After he saw that. It's really weird. And I was like, oh, I don't really... I was like, uh, you know, it's just like, it's just music kind of mm -hmm. thing. That's what I responded. And he was just like, well, I just don't... He basically... I don't remember the exact words My he youth used, pastor but... won't be doing... <laughs> Watching the <satanic> Bad romance. <laughs> but basically he said, like, I... Like, she's not very godly, is mm. what she, he said. And I was like, oh, you know, like, I just, I like music. I like her music. And it's, like, just a bit of fun, is mm. what I responded. And then we ended up going, obviously, to the concert. And then I wore, like, a um, a leotard. And I just wore a leotard and, like, stockings to the um, concert. But then the next night, because I was staying in Brisbane with my friend who, who went with me, but bless you. Thank that you. was so quiet. I tried so hard not to <laughs> stop you speaking. No, it's okay. Um, and then the next day there was like a party at the beat or yep. like at, at Fluffy or something. And it was like the Gaga, like after party basically. Yep. And so I wore the leotard, but I put a skirt over it because I didn't really want to like wear no pants to the valley. Yeah. Um, and Good so it was you, like Queen. a, thanks Queen. So it was like a short skirt and like, I don't know, one night when we were drunk or whatever, I, like, stood on a wall and, like, did, like, a gaga pose. And he took a photo of me, like, from he was standing on the ground. Mm. So you definitely couldn't see up my skirt, but you could, like, see where my legs, like, crossed over. Yeah. So anyway, um, and then I posted that as my, like, Facebook profile pic. Wow. And, and then one of my friends... What a friend... whirlwind. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a weird, like, I, I like it. I like it's it. It's setting the, setting the scene. It is. 
Um, and then one of my friends, one of my church friends, like, again, like slid into my DMs and was like, do you think that's like an appropriate profile pic? And I was like, what? Mm. And then he was like, well, you know, you're like a Sunday school leader and like, you need to, um, set a good example for the kids. And like, that's not an appropriate photo. The kids are on our Facebook. Exactly. And I was like, I don't, I was like, you, what? Cause you literally like. I mean, not, you know, post photos of you and your undies, however much you like, but you couldn't actually see up my, you could just see my legs. Like yeah. that's literally it. But you could see that the skirt was short. And also I was like, I, I was not wearing pants like the day before. So like, fuck you. Yeah. Um, and so, wow. <laughs> stick it to them. <laughs> yeah. So, but you can see that like these behaviors and attitudes were in, were like in me. This I, is a, they were present. This is the thing. It's interesting because it's almost like your subconscious was doing like, there was a there was a conflict in yeah. your brain. Like you were yep. doing these things, but you probably knew that there was going to be backlash, right? Yeah, yes, but I did. you would do it anyway. Yeah. So there was. It's almost like you were like sort of indoctrinated in this sort of social atmosphere, mm-hmm. but the other half of you was like, "Fuck no," yeah. and like fighting back in whatever way you kind of could. Yes, exactly. And there were so many times because I started drinking when I was eighteen. Well, I had a few drinks beforehand, but I like actually started drinking when I was eighteen, and I was also going out, and I used to I was like going out in my hometown and I would like see, I remember so many times cause there was one club in, um, in our town and it was so gross. Anyway, I think it's shut down now, RIP. And I remember going to that club one day and there was this guy there whose family was very religious and his brother was very religious. And I just saw him like totally like plastered, like dancing on his pole. <laughs> and then like, that was on a Saturday night. And then the next day, like we both saw each other at church and we were just like, you know, we don't, mention like we did not see each other mm. in the club and I didn't see you dancing on a pole. Um, so it was like, I was already, I was still doing all of these things. I was still going out. I was drinking, which, you know, not supposed to do, but I wouldn't let anyone like, right. Like if people posted pics on Facebook, I was like, you can't say I'm drunk. Don't post any photos of, of me, like holding any alcohol. Don't do any of that. I was like very careful with that kind of thing. So, cause, because I knew that they wouldn't, like it but i did it anyway i just made sure that it was concealed yeah so yeah you're exactly right like i knew that there would be a problem with what i was doing but i just did it anyway that reminds me of like because i'm from new south wales and um when you're in year 12 in new south wales um the most the majority of people in your year group will turn 18 during your Mm -hmm. year 12. so like as the year went on there were more and more of us who would be able to go out to clubs Mm -hmm. during our hsc and that's so bizarre it is bizarre to i I literally every time i have this conversation with anyone from queensland they're like what the fuck yeah they're so so put off by it yeah but i actually think it kind of made me more prepared for university oh definitely because i think some people go over the edge when they get into uni because they've never experienced like the balance of study work drinking yeah um such a normal balance. Yeah. <laughs> but in year 12, like I was July. So mm-hmm. I spent the, like literally the five months leading up to like the biggest exams that would determine your ATAR. Yeah. Going out to the local every Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. But it was interesting because people that were in like leadership roles at my Catholic school, um, would be very much like, I can't post a photo with a, like an, like a, mm. a beverage in my hand. Yeah. Like even if it was like a glass of something, they were like, you know, they would be sort of hesitant yeah. how it looked. Yeah. Even though it's perfectly legal. Yeah. It's perfectly legal. There'd just be an issue because of the way that it looked on social media. Interesting. So like that's the thing that always got me is like, yes, they're, you know, sports captain or whatever, mm-hmm. but like 
you know, you can't have a beer in your hand even though you are absolutely allowed to. That's so weird. Mm. Oh, I just had another thought. Go on. So I broke up with my high school boyfriend, like, uh, just before the last term of year 12. Mm. And then when, and I don't exactly remember when it was, but sometime in that two-year gap here, I was at youth group one night. And so we can assume that I was probably had been single for maybe 18 months. I was 18 years old and I was at this, um, at youth group. And it was like when all the parents were coming to pick up the kids, cause I could like drive, obviously I was like a le- youth group leader at that point. Um, and I just used to kind of, I was just like hanging out with like the, the adults and she, who was like known to me, I'd known her for years. She was like, Oh, Kristen, you should come to our singles group. And I was like, excuse me. And she's like, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's just a, we do once a month and we do like a fun activity um, like we go, we're, you know, we're going abseiling or we're going hiking or we're like going to like do go to Noosa and like hang out at the beach. And I was like, I'm 18. I, I said this to her. I was like, I'm 18. Like, I don't think I need to join, join a, single a singles group. group. And she was like, she was like, no, no, it's not like that. It's just like everyone, you know, just hangs out. It's not like about meeting someone. Group. Exactly. I was like, why is it called a singles group That's then? That's really weird. I was Because why are you defined by the fact that you don't have a partner? It's because exactly. in religious groups, you're yep. basically married off the time you're 20, like guaranteed. Yes, exactly. And I was like, to, to me, I mean, she can say that she meant whatever. But to me, I was like, you're concerned because I don't have a boyfriend. Hmm. Was there an expectation that you wouldn't have sex before marriage? Yeah, absolutely. When I did, um, so we had like, I'm not going to call it sex ed because that is so generous, but we had this like thing um, in uh, grade 10. Mm. And so we were like 15, 16. And the, one of the pastors from like, so my school had three churches that like influenced it or were on the board or whatever, probably funded it. I don't know. Um, but it was connected to three churches and one of the pastors from one of the churches came in to do, I don't remember how long it was or if there were like multiple sessions, but he ran it and it wasn't sex ed. It was like why you shouldn't have sex before marriage because otherwise God will hate you. And then at the end of it, (laughs) at the end of it, we had to sign these like certificates, like pledging to stay pure until we're married. And lots of people had a purity ring. We were not allowed jewelry at our school, but if you had a purity ring, you could get an exemption and you were allowed to wear it. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know, at my school, they tried to bring in a ban against having a hair tie on your wrist. Yeah, we weren't allowed that either. I know that was a really different level that I was bringing in there, <laughs> but I remember when I was in like year 11 or 12, they were like, it looks unprofessional. Like we will not be seen in public. If you like literally like a, a black or brown, like thin hair tie around your wrist, just like, you know, when you're going about your day, you want to put your hair up. Oh my God. That wasn't allowed because of the look. Boys had to have, a, like, you could, if you had, like, a buzz, like, you couldn't have below a two. Yeah, same with like, us. there was always, like... Yeah. It's, it's actually, it's actually a racist rule. Yeah. Like, I think the basic, like, the basis of those rules mm-hmm. are, like, to prevent people with, like, very natural, yeah. beautiful hair yeah. from having it. Like, there's, like, you had to have hair, boys had to have hair of a maximum and minimum length. Yeah. And it had to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. My God. Sorry, back to your cult. <laughs> um, well, when I left, so I, yeah, I, I left, like I came, I moved to Brisbane and I like 
vaguely had a thought about like finding a church, but I actually didn't ever go to one. Like That's I never, really never went to one because and the, and the reason I didn't go to one was honestly because I was like, well, that means I'm gonna have to rock up to like a huge group of people who I don't know and I don't know any of them. Um, and I ended up not going. When I would go back to my hometown to like see my parents, I would occasionally go back to church, but I didn't really keep that up for very long. Mm. And yeah, I ended up um, like a lot of it, to be honest, was like thanks to like my roommate who was very like anti-religion and he like a lot of conversations we had, I kind of, I don't know, I just feel like I snapped out of something, to be honest. Like, it's really interesting. It's actually a major life development. Yeah. And like the thing is, is that the year, like when we're talking about this period of time for you, this is you know what, what what dates what years um so i guess probably like the early 2010s yeah probably most significantly 2009 to 2012 that's crazy because i graduated school in 2010 but i i honestly feel like i really got into it after school for two years yeah yeah, and that was, like, of my own accord. Like, I wasn't just, like, going because my boyfriend went or anything like that. Like, I would take myself. I would drive myself to church. That is fucked up knowing you now. I know. See, that's that's the weird thing is that – and that's why it's so odd because most people at my school and at my church, it was because their families went to – like, there were not very many, like, young people who just came on their own, of their own accord. Everyone came with their parents – or like they were older and had been going for many years. It was the same at my school. It was just, it was quite like, I don't hear many people talking about being raised without any religion to then like when they're 16, 17, joining a religion only to like quickly remove themselves from that religion a few years later. Mm. Like it's really bizarre. Like when I think back, I'm like, who was that? Like that's, that's actually just so odd. And this is obviously, I, I hate make, I hate doing disclaimers, but obviously like to each their own, you know, everyone has their own thing and stuff. But for me, it's, it's more, it's less about the actual religion. It's more that I look back and I'm just like, that is not who I am. It's very bizarre that I would have done something like that. It is. I, it just confuses me as to like what led you to that point, especially not coming from like a very religious family. Yeah. I mean, it's just definitely school, but. Yeah. I should also mention, like I used to go to Catholic church with my um, grandma, like my sister and I would go. Um, well, how old were you? Kids. Yeah. I, but that's something that a lot of people do. But it also wasn't significant. At, it wasn't church. It was just like a Easter service or like a Sunday. Oh no, it was like, it was regular. Like mm. we did go quite a few times, but it, I didn't really think of it as anything. Yeah. I was like, we just go here and it's also Catholic church. So it's a bit more like Formal. stuffy and yeah, yeah a bit more formal shouldn't say stuffy no um, I, I would define it that way too i know exactly <laughs> it's just very procedural yeah exactly so it's like you go in you sit on the pew and you be quiet for an hour and then you leave and then we got ice cream we got like macca's um soft serve with flake when we were done so it was very much like you there's sit, a you, reward exactly you sit quietly for one hour and then you get your ice cream and then you move on with your day i didn't think about it any other time so to me, like, that was the other thing, like going from that, because I was like, oh, that's, that's what religion is. is like, you go to church on Sunday to moving into this, which was much more all encompassing. I was like, oh, that's like, then I started to think like, oh, you know, going to church every Sunday, like, that's not, that's not religion. Like, that's not what it is. And that's a lot of the, like a lot of the tropes, people who are Catholic, especially in Australia, like that's the trope. It's like, oh, you're, you're a Sunday Catholic. 
Um, and then that was talked about in my school as well and my church, like Sunday Christians, like not real Christians. Like you can't just do whatever you like during the week and then go and like repent on Sunday, which is kind of the trope that they attributed to Catholics is like, you know, getting wasted on the Saturday, rocking up to church hungover, like splashing some holy water on your face and like, you're all good. You and God are all good. Mm. And then you can just go do whatever you want during the week again. Like that's what they told us was, they told us that was wrong and, and wasn't real religion, blah, blah, blah. If you found us just totally relatable and quirky, come back next Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, head to cheekmedia.com.au to tide you over until then. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>